Um, so just a backdrop to it, this is a case 23 from uh, the Blue Cliff record called, called Hekigan Roku. And the Blue Cliff records, uh, an interesting collection. It, it comes after the Mumunkan. And the Mumunkan collection tends to be more about one main character, uh, whereas the uh, Blue Cliff record contains quite a few characters and each of them has a particular part to play in, in understanding the colon. Um, they, um, uh, and the collection was put together by, um, uh, God, who put it together? Uh, what's his name? Secho. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, so Secho put the collection together and he kind of, he's a bit like, a, a traditional Greek play. He's kind of on the side of the stage and he's speaking to us, the audience, in a kind of cryptic, knowing way. So he, he throws in comments on the characters in the cone. So there are four characters in this cone. There's, uh, this is an easy way to cry. I, I might find it difficult to remember the names always, and particularly if they're in Chinese. So we're going to use the Japanese translations. And there are four characters. There's Hofuku, who you might say, Hofuku and Chokai. They're both kind of teachers, but Chokai is slightly more senior. And then you've got a friend of Hofuku called Kyosai. So you've got Hofuku and Chokai and Hofuku's friend Kyosai. And then you've got Secho on the side making his comments. So I just read it to you. It sounds a bit kind of esoteric and bizarre at first, but when we unpick it, I think you'll find it useful. Okay, it's called the summit of the mystic peak. So <clears throat> when Hofuko and Chokai went on a picnic in the hills, Hofuko lifted up his hand and pointed to the top of the hill saying, just this is the top of Mio Peak. That's true, you are right, said Chokai. But then he added, what a pity. Secho said, on the side, speaking to us, going to a picnic like that, what are they doing? I don't say there will be no one like these two fellows in a hundred years from now, but there will be very few. Later, Hofuko, told his friend Kiyosai about this story. And Kiyosai said, if it was not for you and Master Chokai, skulls would appear in every field. <laughs> so it all sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Skulls will appear in every field, or would appear in every field. So let, let's just kind of unpick it a second. So Hovago points his finger, as I might do. I'm looking at, out my window here, and there's a, there's, there's a, a hill opposite. And I could say, just this is the top of Mio Peak. This, this is, symbolically means it's the kind of, Mio Peak is the center of the universe, or the peak of wonder. So he's saying, just up here is, is the center of, of the universe, or the peak of wonder. And Chokai says to him, that's true, you are right, but what a pity. So why is, why is he saying what a pity? What, what, what's, what's the problem? Why is he saying what a pity? 
Um, if you do it, if you've done this code, don't answer me, but the knife opposite me, if I if I point to it and say that is the center of paradise of the universe, what would you say if you live somewhere else? If you've got your own peak. I'd say my hill's better than yours, Roshi. Oh, you would say yours is better than mine. <laughs> yeah. Or you'd say, being a, being a kind of moderate guy, you would, might even say it's as equally good as mine. Is that right? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So what's, what's wrong with him saying, oh, just this, just this is the top of me, OP. Why is it a pity that he says that? Because he's speaking dualistically. Um, what, say more. The peak is separate from him. Instead, of, um, I know what I want to say. It's hard to put into words. <laughs> no. This, yeah, yeah it, it, well, he, he, he could be, but in this case, that, that isn't the... Okay. <laughs> that isn't the... That, that isn't the, the, the I issue. failed to come on. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, I ring the bell. You've got to leave soon. Go, go away. Yeah. Okay. So, what's going on? Why, why, why is it a pity that he's saying just this is me, old peak? Is it the use of pardon? Is it the use of just, as in only this? Yeah. Whereas it could be anything. Yeah. What about your? What about where you're sitting now, Sarah? Is that is that me, old peak? Oh, it could be. It could be. On a good day. On a good day, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, it's not only. I mean, everywhere's me, old Pete, if, if, you, if, you, if you can feel like that about it, you know, but you can embrace where you are and where you are in your life, then everywhere's me, old Pete, um, not just up the hill. So let's move on a bit then. So Secho said, go into a picnic like, picnic like that. What are they doing? So, I mean, it's hard to imagine it? two Zen masters packing their picnic bag and, you know, and their flask or whatever and their green tea and going off for a picnic with a blanket. It seems a bit unlikely, doesn't it? I don't know, it's just for me. But so what do they mean by Secho's says, they go into a picnic like that. What are they doing? What do you think? Why is Satcho being a bit cryptic about it? Is he, um, is he sort of saying, why are they even debating this if they're, they're such hot shots? I... He, I can't see, sorry. Um, yeah, it's, it's Giles. Oh, Giles, where are you? Oh, I've lost you, Giles. But Giles, okay. fine, just carry on. I can't see you, yeah? Say um, again. Is, is, he, is, is, it, is he saying why are they even um, debating this if, if they are supposedly masters? Uh, I suppose he could, but given that a huge canon of Zen literature is two masters having an argument with each other. <laughs> I'm not sure he means that. 
I mean, one understanding of it is that the translators just move, use the word picnic, you know, they're just actually going out for a walk or they're freely wandering around the hills. Maybe it isn't a picnic. But from a personal perspective, I mean, I, I see this as, I mean, how many of us engage in displacement activity to avoid being where we are? There's nothing wrong with taking picnics. I mean, it's lovely to have a picnic. But there's also this perspective that, um, yeah, that we, that we'll, that we'll distract ourselves or go about something to give us some sense of raison d'etre or purpose. And I'm absolutely, you know, guilty of this. Uh, rather than be where we are and deal with what we've got to do with. Um, I guess now, it, you know, it's really relevant now because I, I can feel for myself and everybody else that we're all getting stir crazy. We all want to be somewhere else, you know. And with the spring coming on, I think it's going to get worse. The daffs are starting to shoot and everybody's getting a bit restless. So I think maybe we'll all be going on a picnic. But did I, yeah, I, I think Sergio's just saying, you know, why, why do you guys need to go on a picnic? You've got, you've got more important work to do. But, you know, you may have your own view. If you've got another view, let me know. All views welcome. Is it the emphasis on the word doing rather than being? Ah, oh, yeah. They, what are they doing, yeah, rather than being? It could be. It's a bit, it's a bit harsh, that, isn't it, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. I, I can't see who it was, but thank you. It was Wendy. Oh, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, let's let's we should we should we should we move on? So, uh, and then oh, then he says, I don't say there will be no one like these two fellows in a hundred years from now, but there will be very few. I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure what that's about. What do you think? He says. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll answer. Um, oh, for it, yeah. Yeah, it's Joe, by the way. I think that um, you're kind of reading like a lot of like that stuff from that time where they think that like the Dharma's like declining and stuff. Mm. They're maybe saying that like these are like, he's kind of like maybe disparaged them just now. But this is like actually they're actually I'm just saying like they're really great like yeah. because there might not be people like this. Okay, sure, yes. Yeah, so he's coming back off being a bit disparaging and saying actually they're quite special. Yeah. Is that uh -huh. is that what you? Yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks, Joe. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. <clears throat> I think he's saying that it's Juliet. Hi, Juliet. I think he's saying, um, you know, these two going on a picnic, why they don't need to do that. So they're going um, to help people and they're having this conversation to kind of help people realize that the mountain's right where they are. Okay, okay. 
Thank you. That's really kind of you. <laughs> That's a very generous view. Yeah. Let's hope. Yeah. It'd be nice if you write. Yeah. So then he says, why do they need to go on a picnic? Right. Yeah. Of course, they don't need to go on a picnic. No, they don't. You guys, they're, you know, yeah. generous, helpful people who go and have a drama to help the rest of us. So, Juliet, you go on picnics. <laughs> I do. Do you? <laughs> and I don't find them a distraction at all. Oh, no, I don't. I love them. That's <laughs> <laughs> picnics. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Nice, nice perspective. Thank you. Okay. So the next bit is, is really interesting. I think it's the next bit that's interesting about the whole thing. <clears throat> Later, Hothoku told Kiyosai the story about what happened. And Kiyosai said, if it were not for you and Master Chokai, Schools would appear in every field. If it were not for you and Master Chokai, which, you know, obviously Kiyosai feels the same as Juliet, that these are good guys. If it were not for you two, schools would appear in every field. That's a weird one, isn't it? Schools would appear in every field. What do you think? That's got your fox, doesn't it? Roshi, <laughs> uh, okay. does it mean different schools of um, Buddhism or different? Well, no, it's, it's skulls, as in a head without skin. Oh, skulls! Sorry, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. This is the northern version of school. It's skull. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to turn my mic off. I'm That's okay. It. No, it's skull. <laughs> it's the dream bath oh. and bath. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Roshi, is it that um, people might go out searching for the, the peak um, and they would die looking for it? Ah, yeah, I'd not thought of that, but that's a, that's a way to look at it. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. When your hair's on fire and you go looking and you fail, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you, thanks. Skulls and fields. What do you maybe think about it? What what does the skull represent? War, death. War, death. Yeah. Forget the war. Think about the death bit. Uh, <clears throat> Is he? Uh, Clive here. Um, Hi, Clive, go for it. There's no wrong or right. <laughs> Could it be that he's saying there's without them, everything is dead. Everything is deadened. That the, the 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 juice, the life that they can either manifest wherever they are, or on their picnic, or not going on their picnic. <laughs> without that insight. Everything, everything is flat and dead. Okay. 
you know, you know, you get you you've got the you've got the right sentiment, smell of it, not quite the doesn't, but you, you you've got the jive really, yeah, yeah, but not quite, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Clive. Okay, so one one on the stage. Go for um, it, Thomas. Yeah, hi, Thomas. But for me, a skull could also represent something that is pure. It's all the flesh and blood and uh, personal stuff is 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 gone. Is is so it's sort of the the pure the pureness of being. That's a skull for me. <laughs> could <Okay>. be. <laughs> I love it. It's so fantastic. The perspectives. <laughs> okay. I look at skulls in a different way now. I see them sheep skulls in the field. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. Russia, Guru here. Is it like, um, uh, you know, when we die, we should really go away, shouldn't we? We should disappear. But if we don't quite disappear, some of us is left. And um, if we don't quite get it, then so, uh, some of us are left. And um, there's, two, there, there, there's, not, there's a lot of death, but there's no going back to where we should go back. We, there's like hungry ghosts. Okay. That's interesting. You, you kind of, it, it ties in with my understanding and, and it kind of mixes in with, with Clive's. It's, I'll tell you because we're kind of starting to run out of time, but one understanding of the skulls is that they represent a kind of, of being stuck, of being dead, of having had some understanding, some realization in the past, and you know, and you, and you want to re resurrect it. So he's saying, without you two guys, there would be people who who had thought they'd had some understanding, but but were stuck in it, you know. And this doesn't just mean stuck in in understanding or or having an awakening, you know, some opening that you know we can have randomly or by grace or by doing a lot of sitting or whatever um, that we think is a big thing, you know, and we and we want we want. We, we want to experience it again, uh, but we're stuck. We're not, we're not approaching each moment freshly. And I, I think in a bigger way, this, this means to me more about us not being stuck in our lives, not being stuck with our particular views, our particular ideas, or, or you know, all the things that we, that we bring to the cushion. Um, yeah, that, that's, so I, Quite, quite by accident, I, I, when I was digging this out, I came across something I wrote down, um, which I read to you, you know, a, a message to myself. Um, we can get stuck on the cushion, rehearsing our old ideas, concepts and memories, instead of allowing ourselves to feel the intrinsic freedom of each moment. You know, the cushion's a fantastic place. It's like your own private monastery. You can do what you like on the cushion. It's it's like a square meter of freedom. Anything can come up. You can kill your neighbor. You can do what you like on the cushion. It's fine. Or you can love your neighbor. Whatever. So we can get stuck on the cushion, rehearsing our old ideas, concepts, and memories instead of allowing ourselves to feel the intrinsic freedom of each moment. 
Awakening to ourselves is not about assuming a set of ideas or concepts or Zen, in quotation mark, views. If we allow ourselves to be free from constraints, and this is, I like this, if we allow ourselves to be free from constraints, we don't get answers, but we get a new way of seeing things. We just get a new set of questions. And it's the questions that I find fascinating that keep us alive, you know? And then finally, I rather, this might be a bit smelly Zen, a bit like Hofuku was pointing to the hill saying, this is me old peak. That was a bit smelly, you know, it was a bit zenny. This may be a bit zenny, but I've written it down anyway. Everything that you feel is life flowing through you. You are that life too. There's no separation. Everything that you feel is life flowing through you. And you are that life. It's why you can't stack outside and look at it and crystallize it and, you know, make it into something. You can't do that. You're actually it manifesting right now. Yeah. So don't be a skull in a field. So we've got a few minutes for questions or answers or whatever you'd like to say. Uh, it doesn't have to be profound. It can be mundane. <laughs> I like mundane, is he? Okay. Okay. Ishin here, Roshi. Hello, thanks, thanks so much. Um, about halfway through this period of um, your, your kindly inviting people to um, say how they understood it, it occurred to me, well, I wonder why he suggested that if you've done it, stay out of it. Because I'm sure if I would have done it, which which never seems to happen anyway. Um, I would be grateful for all the fresh views and interpretations. So rather than stay out and or not want to particularly be interested in listening, I would be even more agog to listen. Thank you, Rish. I'll bear that in mind in future. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Please, could you read the Cohen again, Roshi? Yeah. <clears throat> when Hofaku and Chokai went on a picnic in the hills, Hofaku lifted his hand and pointed to the top of the hill, saying, Just this is the top of Mio Peak. That's true, you are right, said Chokai, but then added, But it's a pity. Setu said, going to a picnic like that. What are they doing? I don't say there will be no one like these two fellows a hundred years from now, but there will be very few. Later, Hofaku told Kiyosai about this. Kiyosai said, if it were not for Master Chokai and, oh no, if it were not for Master Chokai, he picks him out, schools would appear in every field. If it were not for Master Chokai, skulls would appear in every field. As I reread that, it feels a bit exclusive. It feels a bit like maybe one of Master Chokai's disciples decided to big him up. I mean, you know, not only he, he's responsible for skulls not appearing in fields. You've got to remember in a lot of Zen literature, 
stories of masters and people have been written by their students, a bit like, you know, uh, social media in the olden days. They kind of want to make them want their own teachers to appear, you know, more, more special and more, more developed and more wise than another teacher, because that reflects well on them then, you know. So you, everything you read, just be question it, you know. Is this true? <laughs> even, though, even in those days, false news existed. <laughs> Roshi. Yeah. Sorry, Roshi. Gordon here. Hi, Gordon. Yeah. One thing occurred to me, yeah, the imagery of the schools in the fields, how schools and so on are turned up by ploughing, aren't they? Uh, yeah. That kind of idea occurred to me anyway with that image, really, about um, it, it's unearthing old... You know, attitudes, old old thinking, perhaps in ourselves. Just, just a, a thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's good. Yeah, yeah, they're representing old ideas and yeah, yeah things that have passed and are dead. I think I think uh, schools in the field might be a good folk song, Gordon. <laughs> I think for me. Um... Um, him emphasizing Chokai, it does it does feel right what it does feel like kind of uh, an extra important add-on to to this is it yeah uh, and Chokai says well what a pity it's kind of well maybe it is it but don't get stuck here mm -hmm. and we it's still not perfect we've still got our troubles we've still got to Keep yeah. practicing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it does seem that's the crucial thing to stop, stop getting lazy, stop um, to keep to keep this is it alive, if you like. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 really good on the cushion, isn't it? That that paradox of actually, I've had written down there. It's okay. Everything's okay as it is, uh, and it's okay to be the person you are, uh, and yet. There's still work to do. There's still a question to live. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Giles. That, that's that's good. Thank you. Okay. Unless anybody's got any um, anything else to add, uh, throw it in now or forever hold your tongue. Okay, we're going to do service next. And I just want to tell everybody that, you know, if you're not familiar with the way we do service, it's really fine. Uh, just join in best you can.